0: What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I hope that everybody is having a great start to their fabulous Monday morning. Mondays are particularly known to be very scary, but next week is Thanksgiving week, so I feel like that's just that's just a little ray of sunshine, a little, a little speck of light and positivity going into this. Monday. We are fastly approaching holiday season, and that is exciting. This past week for me was super crazy, and I'm going to get more into it when I talk about my highlights because I don't want to spoil it. Um, And this upcoming week is going to be very exciting as well. This Wednesday, so obviously, this podcast releases on Monday. This Wednesday, I am going to a Broadway show, taking the day off of work, baby. Um, I'm going to a Broadway show with my mom. I I rolled around and shouted until she agreed. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I basically did everything but that um, until she agreed to go with me to see Take Me Out on Broadway. And if you're not familiar with Take Me Out is, since it's fairly new, the only thing That you need to know is that Jesse Williams, Mr. Jackson Avery himself, is starring in this play. Um, Also, the guy from Modern Family, I am completely blanking on his real name and his Modern Family name. But he's, um, he's like the brother that's gay, like the ginger one, you know. I don't know his name. I forget. Modern Family is one of those shows that everybody's seen episodes of it. But has anybody watched it from beginning to end? (laughs) I've seen episodes from like when Alex was a kid to when Alex is like going off to college. But I like I haven't watched it beginning to end and I'm completely blanking on the guy's name. But anyway, the two of them are in it. And if you're not sure who Jackson Avery is, let me give you a quick rundown. You guys know how I feel about Grey's Anatomy. We don't need to get into that. But just know that Jackson Avery is a longtime Grey's Anatomy character. Uh, He's still, like, kind of in it. He came back for, like, one episode this season. They didn't kill him off, so that's nice. Uh, He still, you know, he still pops in and pops out, but... Jesse Williams plays Jackson Avery. And when I saw a big poster with his face on it in New York City in front of a Broadway theater, I immediately texted my mother and said, we have no choice but to see this play. And unfortunately, um, I mean, you can't use your phone in a Broadway play anyway. But, yeah, I can't, like, take any pictures of the set or anything when I'm there. But just seeing Jesse Williams in the flesh is... Enough to make me a happy gal. But yeah, so I will hopefully be back next week with a review on how I liked that. I have been truly nonstop lately. Like I haven't really had time to be on my phone. I have not been texting people back. I basically go on my phone to put updates on Instagram, uh, maybe answer some Snapchats. But it's been quite a busy few weeks, but honestly... I'm like, I'm hyped for it, you know, like I've, I've just had so much going on, but at this, and it feels like, oh, I never have a weekend to just rest and relax. But at the same time, I feel like I'm making a lot of good memories. Does that make sense or does that sound really cheesy? Uh, This, this past weekend, me and my, one of my friends sat and watched the documentary on the Hillsong church. So that was something that we planned out like months ago to do. uh, And I'm very happy that I did watch that. If you don't know what the Hillsong Church is, uh, to sum it up in a few words, it's the church that like Justin Bieber and the Baldwins and stuff go to. Uh, Very, very interesting. Very controversial. Um, And then let's see, I went out in Hoboken on Saturday because that's where all my friends are. And on Sunday, I got to catch up with one of my old roommates from college who will actually be a guest in one of the upcoming episodes. So yeah, that's it. That's that's my recap. Um, I have started... So last week, I, I meant to bring this up and I didn't. I started watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and I've never watched any episodes of... Actually, that's a lie. I think I saw one episode of Real Housewives in New York City because my friends were watching it in college. But I'm typically not a reality TV gal, but this show has got me on such a tight chain, let me tell you. I should back up here. So actually a year ago this time, I went to Salt Lake City for work. And to be honest, I had no... I had no knowledge on Utah. My knowledge on Utah was that a lot of people go skiing and snowboarding in Park City, which is like relatively close to Salt Lake City. I knew that Salt Lake City was a city. (laughs) People talk about it. It's probably one of the two like known towns in Utah. And that is all I knew. And before I went, people like at work and like my friends were just like oh watch out like uh watch out for the Mormons like they'll try and get you to join their church not in like a not in like a I don't know what the term is so not it wouldn't be like anti-semitic but like not in like a hurtful way I'm just gonna say hurtful but they were like no seriously like they will try and get you to join the church of latter-day saints or whatever it is so I was like um, okay. I, like, I, I didn't really know what Utah was about. So I'm on a plane. I had a connecting flight. I landed in Denver and then I had to get on a little tiny plane to go from Denver to Salt Lake City. I'm in the last goddamn row of this tiny ass plane. Thank God. I was only on on the plane for like an hour, but I've never sitting or sat in the actual back row of a plane before. It's not awesome, but whatever. Anyway, I'm sitting next to this girl who I guess was a Mormon. And there are like different, I don't want to say different types, but it's just like any other religion, basically. Like there's the ones that are super, super, like they live to go on missionaries and stuff like that. And then there's just people who are Mormon and abide by the Mormon rules and laws and go to church and stuff. But they're like surface level, just like any, any of the rest of us, you know, it's just like, it's like any other religion anyway. So I'm sitting next to this girl and she had a tag on that said sister, whatever her name was. So I was like, Oh, this girl must be like a Mormon missionary. And I'm reading my book and I see her whip out the book of Mormon Mm -hmm. and a journal. And I'm like, I really want to peek, but is it wrong if I peek at her journal that's private? I peeked. I'm sorry. It was wrong, but I peeked. And she's writing down shit. Like the purpose of my life is to serve him. Like I will do anything for him. Like I am God's slave. Like just shit. That was like kind of weird. And I should preface by saying that I am a Catholic and I like 100% personally believe in God and Jesus. Um, my family, growing up, my family went to church every Sunday. But God's slave, it doesn't really sit right with me. I don't think that, I, I don't know, but I'm not going to get into the whole thing. Anyway, very nice girl. She ended up talking to me and was like, oh, what are you visiting Salt Lake City for? And I was like, oh, I'm here for work. And she was like, oh, nice. Like, I'm I, I'm coming home. I was just in Oklahoma for a four-year missionary. Beautiful state. Oh, my gosh. If you've never been to Oklahoma, go. And I'm like, really? <laughs> no offense if anyone's listening from Oklahoma, but I'm like a beach gal. And... I'm just going to be blunt. Oklahoma's not on, it's not high on the lists of states that I would like to go see. So I'm just, she doesn't need to know that though. Why kill her vibe? So I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, do you have any time to like do any activities? I know some places you could go hiking. I'm like, no, unfortunately I don't. Um, I'm going to be working like 12 to 13 hour days and then I'm just flying right home. So I won't really get the chance to. She's like, oh, that sucks. Our plane lands. And she, I see her scribbling on this card. And she gives me like a little business card. And she's like, if you need any suggestions, like if you do have free time and you need, like want places to go hiking or eat or whatever, uh, just shoot me a text and I'll give you recommendations. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Because I think if you go to any city, it's always the best to get recommendations from a local so you could actually try the like local good spots you know so I'm like sick and then I look down at the card and there's an arrow she drew an arrow with the words above it come here and it's pointing to a URL that says come to Christ.org and her phone number is not on the card and I'm like, hmm, I think I just got recruited to the Mormon church. Okay. Still a very nice girl, but uh, that was like, that sparked my interest. So I was like, okay, what is what is the Mormon religion about? I don't know. I know that obviously, like, it's a form of Christianity, but what the heck is the Mormon church? And then I... Uh, I ended up going to the convention. I was there for work. And there was all these girls that were like my age, like 22 at the time, like early 20s with multiple children, multiple children. And they're all like bleach blonde, beautiful people. So I was like to one of my coworkers, I'm like, what's the deal with all these young, young adults having like several children right now when people are like breastfeeding right in front of your faces And they were like, oh, that's a thing in the Mormon community. Like they want, they start having kids like early. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, like, I was just curious. What is this whole, what's the whole deal? Uh, I never, never really bothered to look into it. I kind of went home and then that was that. And I read Jeanette McCurdy's book this summer called I'm, I'm glad my mom died or I'm happy my mom died I think it's I gl- I'm glad my mom died and she grew up a Mormon I I don't know if she ever actually resigned from the church but she kind of hints at how it was like all fucked up it was a little fucked up in there uh, I'm not gonna get too into it you can read her book it's very good and then like a month later Very recently, I was listening to the Chicks in the Office podcast because that's my favorite podcast, and they had Heather Gay on from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I was like, huh, I've been hearing some things. I've been hearing about the Jen Shaw drama. Uh, Just to recap, Salt Lake City has only been on for this is their third season that's currently airing. Second season, Jen Shaw, one of the housewives, gets arrested. Um, And she pled for like for fraud and money laundering stuff. She pled guilty. Um, They haven't shown that in like the episodes airing yet, but this happened in over the summer. She pled guilty and her sentencing is in early December. So stay tuned. So I was already kind of like, ah, that's interesting. Like maybe I should watch it, but eh, probably not. And then I heard Heather Gay's interview and she's coming out with a book called Bad Mormon in February. And it's, she was basically just talking about, like, she grew up um, one of the, like, Mormon missionaries. Like, she went to France, lived there for a mission a few years. She went to BYU. She had it ingrained in her brain growing up that her purpose in life was to marry a nice Mormon guy and create Mormon babies that would be servants of God. Um and she got to she got divorced. She's not part of the Mormon church anymore, but she's writing this book. And it's going to be talking, I guess, about all the culty, horrific, abusive things that have happened in her life that she's never recognized because it's just the Mormon way. So, I heard that interview and that combined with my experience in Salt Lake City, I said, I got to fucking watch this show. I got I just have to see what it's about. Uh, And now I'm fully invested. So they talk a little bit about the um, Mormon religion and communities and stuff like it is a big part of the show. But the rest of the drama that goes on, I am just I'm in I'm in on it. And I have the it's on Peacock. So I have the Peacock app on my phone and I've been watching it while I'm doing my cardio and it makes time fly. See how I uh, see why I link that back to the gym. That was smooth me. But yeah, it makes my cardio go by so fast. Uh, I would highly recommend downloading any streaming service that you have, like whatever app on your phone. And the next time you do cardio, just have it on. It makes time go by so much faster. That, and I think um, I'm I'm still reading the that Twilight book, uh, Midnight Sun. But so that's like a paper copy. But when I'm done, I think I'm going to start bringing my Kindle honestly. So I could just prop it up and read while I'm doing cardio. Not to sound like a mega nerd, but Hey, I, I I wish I had more time to like actually sit down and read and mix cardio go by quick. So that's my two cents on that. Find something to do while you're doing cardio and check out the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. There's not much to catch up on since it's only two full seasons and then this what whatever came out in the third uh, very interesting, very interesting show. yeah I uh, so I had a um, not really a crisis it's just what happens when I am bored or have time to relax is that I end up on any e-commerce site that I can get my hands on <laughs> and I it started. Last Sunday, it started off with me going on Walmart.com to order a dry or a like Santa outfit for SantaCon, and then I just I went places, and I ended up ordering a bunch of stuff for my room. So I'm a huge believer in like you're like the space spaces that you're in, you should feel comfortable in like. <sighs> what's the word? Like, yeah, you should feel comfortable and like happy to be there. So I, since I graduated college, I've spent a lot of money making like making adjustments slowly to my room and making it a space that I really enjoy being in, especially because I do work from here some days and it's where I relax. It's where I sleep. So yeah, good environment, good mindset. That's my motto. So I ended up purchasing some uh, probably not super necessary purchases, but I needed a little I needed a little feng shui in my room, if that's the proper use of that uh, word. So I, I got a 70, 71 by 30 inch mirror. So now I have a big ass mirror. I'm staring at it right now in my room that shows like my whole body, which is something that I've been wanting for a while. I had one of those skinny mirrors that I got when I was in high school. Um, And it just wasn't good for, nah, this is gonna, you guys are gonna, you can make fun of me for saying this, but it wasn't good for taking pictures in. And I wanted a bigger mirror that you wouldn't have to see the outside of the frame and that I could really like step back and just see my whole outfit in really. So yeah, now I have a huge ass mirror and then that led me to think, you know, what, what other frivolous things can I put in my cart right now? So I got a neon sign. You've definitely seen this sign before. Um, it's pink and it says, you're like really pretty. I know, cute. Right now, it's just kind of like half-ass hanging on the nails that my old mirror used to be on. But I'm going to have my dad come over and put it above the mirror. So it's just like a little positive, a little positive affirmation, you know? It's like every time I look in the mirror now, I'm going to see the words, you're like really pretty that's such a such a small little positive thing to do for your mindset I don't know I don't know man and it's pink so when I turn it up on or when I turn it on at night my room glows pink and that is something that I enjoy and then I also bought seven dollar uh LED light strips to put under my bed so my bed can glow multiple colors as well now and those were those were my purchases from Walmart this week. I did buy a SantaCon outfit as well that has not come in the mail yet. I'll probably post pictures when SantaCon actually SantaCon actually comes around, but we don't we don't have to worry about that. But yeah, no, Walmart underrated. I got some good stuff from there, and I never typically go into Walmart. Yeah. What's next on my list is a nice comforter. I think, but yeah, that's, that's basically all the exciting things that I've gone on in my life this week, except for the highlights that I'm going to get into now. So, yeah, we have a great episode ahead of us. I'm going to be going over some products that you see online and, and reviewing them. Are they worth it? Are they a waste of money? And then we have a really great interview with Kelsey Collins at the end of this episode. She is such a nice and genuine Soul, and she has a lot of uh, educational things to say based on her own experience. So, you're definitely going to want to tune into that. But let's get into this week's episode. All right, it's time to get into the highlights of this week's episode. And if you've been following along with what I've been doing the past few weeks, I've been doing a health and fitness related highlight and then a non health and fitness related highlight. So, this week's non health and fitness. Related highlight is a story that I'm still trying to kind of wrap my head around myself. You guys are going to, your guys' jaws are going to drop. So I am just minding my own business in the office on what, like Tuesday. And I finished up an assignment, so I checked my phone. And I'm like, let me go into my Instagram and just check my DM requests. Every once in a while, there's like a, there's a little piece of gold hiding in there. And I see that I have a DM request from Kit Moore. If you don't know who Kit Moore is, then go look him up on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you use. I did know who Kit Moore was because I'm a huge country fan. um, And I'm a big fan of some of his songs, especially Something About a Truck. So if you have heard that song, you know the vibe. Great performer. Um, So I had to do a double take anyway, though. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that this... I'm reading this right. So I click on his account. It's it's verified and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, no, this checks out to be him. Okay, let's roll with it. So I read it. And he was, he was like, hey, Liz, uh, going to be in Jersey for a few days. Do you have any gym recommendations in Asbury Park? And I'm like, sure do. Sure do. You came to the right gal in the right area because my home is... Very, I'm, I'm very close to Asbury Park. It's um, I'm not going to give away where I live, but I'm very close. So I answer and I'm like, oh, yeah, like you should check out like this gym. Um, but if you feel like taking a drive 20 minutes west, I go to Kingdom. Great gym. Like you'd love it there. And he's like, oh, thanks so much. Um, and I'm like, no problem. b love your music. Because I had to throw that out there. You know, he came to me. It's, it's only respectful that I tell him that I love his music because I do. And he's like, oh, thanks. Like, so then do you want to come to my show on Thursday? And I'm like, yep, you bet. I sure do want to do that. But I did not answer like that. I was like, oh, my God, I would love to. And he was like, okay, well, I'll leave tickets under your name. And I'm like, thank you. So much. Meanwhile, my hands are shaking. My heart rate is through the roof. I am like telling my parents, and they're like, nah, like it's probably a scam. Like, that's not him. And I'm like, no, guys, it is. Like, this is his Instagram account. And his Instagram story says that he's in Asbury right now. Like, this is the real deal. So I moved some things around in my schedule because, of course, I was not going to turn this down. And you guys know I do not do things on the weekday. Um, cause it was on a Thursday, but I had to, so I, I couldn't find a single one of my friends that wanted to go with me, whatever. Uh, so I ended up taking my mom. It it was a little tough, you know, it's like not everybody likes country and people do things during the week. So I took my mom because she likes country music too. We take the bus into New York city on Thursday, we go to pick up the tickets and the woman's like, Oh, you're actually going to go upstairs to the, to, like the left hand of the second floor, because he he performed at Terminal Five, and if you're not from the New York City area, Terminal Five is standing room only. So uh, we opened up the envelope, and it was two guest passes, and our seats were in the VIP section. So I'm like freaking out. I'm like I'm freaking out on the inside, but I'm playing it so cool on the outside because I don't think I've ever sat like VIP. To anything, I don't think I. I think this is my first time. So me and my mom, like we, we mosey on up there. It took us a while to find a seat, so we we're being a little awkward for a bit. Got myself a nice 818 margarita, which is fantastic, by the way. 818 did not disappoint. um And then I I saw something else lingering in the envelope, so I pull it out, and it's this little sheet of paper from Kip's tour manager, Chris, and he's like, hey. This is Chris. Uh, if you want to arrange a time to go backstage and meet Kip and stuff, uh, just text me. And I'm like, no, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Like, what? Like, this has to be a trap. So I text the number, and it's it's not a trap at all. So I, I sat through the entire show. Fantastic show. That man has a powerhouse of a voice. The energy in the room was just electric. His guitar and, like, his bass player was absolutely shredding it, tearing stuff up. Um, I think he, he was, like, switching between guitar and bass, if I'm correct. I could be wrong. I couldn't really see that well. My, that's another story. My eyeballs are losing it. Not the point. Um, and then, yeah, afterwards we got to go back and I got to chat with him. Nicest human being on this earth. Like, he recognized me right off the bat um he loved loved the dinner recommendations I gave him or whatever he was just such a nice genuine person and I felt like I was so nervous I was so nervous you would be nervous too come on I'm like I don't know how to act around this person like he's so famous and I'm just me like I don't know so I was a little bit nervous but then talking to him like he's just a dude you know He's just a dude that likes some beer and some Jack and he loves to sing. And I was like, it it was so cool. It was so, it was like so surreal because I'm a huge country music fan. So being able to like actually sit there and talk to one, I just, I, I, my mind like still can't process it. I still like, it doesn't feel real. If that makes sense, but now I have a really cool story, I guess, to tell you guys and to just have forever. And I don't know. Hopefully, Kip comes back to town sometime soon. We can I can take him to Kingdom, show him a real gym, and yeah. So that's my non. That's definitely my non-fitness-related highlight of the week. I'm like getting the chills talking about it because I still can't. I still can't believe it's real. And my coworker said to me when I told him because um, he was saying next to me live as I got the DM. He was like, hey, Kitmore today, Nick Jonas tomorrow. And I was like, don't even put that, like, don't even put that idea in my head because I will take that and live by it. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to uh, the health and fitness related highlight of the week. So, I think I've talked about it a little bit, but I love doing yoga. I've never, I, I have gone to like a few classes before. But I just I follow Tana Yoga on, Insta- uh, on YouTube and I use her videos a lot because they're like intermediate. And I really like to do it by myself. You know, it's a good thing for me to do when I'm waking up or winding down. I get a nice stretch in and I think that like trying and practicing for these crazy poses is just really cool. Like it's amazing the things that you could do for your body. And I, it forces me to work on opening up my hip flexors, which is a problem for me. But this week I tried like my first attempts and I got it, the eight angle pose. So if you don't know what the eight angle pose looks like, uh, I do, I have it on my highlights. It should be on my most recent like yoga highlight, but look it up. I was, I got to say, guys, not to toot my own horn, but I was impressed with myself. It's basically like, so you start, the way you get into the position is you take your leg. So let's just say like my right leg and put it over my shoulder and squeeze. Like not necessarily, it doesn't really go over your shoulder. It kind of sat like on my bicep and you got to squeeze to like hold it so it doesn't fall. And then you cross the left leg over the right. So now you're kind of in like a weird crisscross position there goes the dog shaking um with your hands on the ground and then you go into chaturanga arms so elbows bent kind of like a push-up arms and you lean forward your right arm is on your your right leg sorry the one that's over the arm is is on your right arm like a shelf and then you straighten your legs and that was like that's the best description I can get. It sounds very. It's really hard to describe verbally, but look it up. It's a hard ass pose, and I'm I'm impressed with myself for getting that. You know, uh, I guess I am gonna bring it up too. It's I am slowly working towards my full deficit, um, and I've I've seen I've seen a few pounds. Come on, nothing too, too much. Uh, And I talked about this last week with the whole mindset thing. So I just want you to let you guys know and stuff like this is something that I do experience. And sometimes I don't always feel the best in my body. But when I do get like that, what did I say last week? I just put on a big ass shirt and step away from the mirror, you know. And it's also a little bit of discipline, too. Like, I'm not going to lie, lately... I haven't been hitting like the calorie goal that I have on my Apple Watch. If you have an Apple Watch, it's like there's like a goal you could set for how many calories you want to burn a day. Haven't really been hitting that. I've been having a little. I've been having a little too many sweets. They fit inside my macros, so don't worry, guys. But there's I've been a little lax lately, so that's another thing that I could tell tell myself is like okay, if I'm starting to get a little little. Insecure, not feeling too great. Let's take a step back. One, put on that t-shirt and that sweatshirt. Two, reflect. Am I doing everything in an ideal way? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so it's up to me to make the change. You know, I eighty twenty. I live it, breathe it. Just finished a crumble cookie before, but I think I've been a little. It hasn't necessarily been 80-20, if you know what I mean, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up so you guys know it's something that goes through my mind, too. But yeah, that's it. That's this week's highlights. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into today's big topic. TikTok made me buy it. Is it worth it or not? Uh, So people, there's a lot of promotions going on in Instagram and TikTok. I am guilty of promoting some products. We all are, you know, it's just social media is like kind of oversaturated these days with product recommendations and influencers and stuff like that. So I thought it would be useful if I picked five products that I've seen, uh, whether it's like the TikTok made me buy it trend or on Instagram that people are flocking to get because they see it promoted on social media. The first one that I'm going to talk about is the mini shot blender for pre-workout. If you haven't seen this on TikTok, then I guess you're not on gym talk. I've seen these people, they have like a little shot, shot glass size blender and they pour like a shot of water in a scoop of pre-workout, blend it up and then take the pre-workout as a shot. On the surface, you're like, oh, wow, so smart, great idea. Uh, one, waste of money, two, you sh- not healthy, okay? So, first of all, if you have a blender bottle, that will do just fine. What I do is put my water in the blender bottle before I leave my house, put in the pre-workout, and mix it up. I don't need to spend my money on a little blender, you know? Second, pre-workout is meant to Dissolve in water, like be mixed with water when you take it. So it's better than dry scooping, yes. But if you look on the instructions on the nutrition label of any pre-workout, it's going to say mix with eight to 10 ounces of water, something up there. So a shot's worth of water is simply not enough. Like it's not what's recommended. And since pre-workout, stimulant pre-workout is so strong and concentrated, I would highly recommend using the appropriate amount of water. So big X on that. The next one, and I have promoted these myself, are greens powders. And I'm going to give this a green light, but with an explanation, with terms. So some my, one of my best friends actually asked me, like, what is greens? Last week, like, she was like, if I take greens, am I going to gain a lot of weight? No. All that a greens powder is, and you guys know that I use one up, all it is is powderized fruits and vegetables, a shit ton of fruits and vegetables. Um, I drink it in the morning, uh, one, because I really like the taste. I'm not going to lie. It's very refreshing. Two, I like to get some water in and hydrate in the morning. And there's like something about like, I just can't drink water with my breakfast I grew up drinking like orange juice with my breakfast and stuff, and it doesn't seem right. So I can't just throw back eight ounces of water in the morning, but that's just me being a brat. Um, And it's just, it's extra vitamins in my system. So if you're somebody that doesn't like fruits and vegetables, or you don't think that you're getting it enough, then I would definitely recommend getting a greens powder. Find one that you find tasty. Of course, I'm always going to promote one up and lead you towards there. Their mango is fantastic. Um, But it's a really good way to get a lot of fruits and vegetables in. And if you do get fruits and vegetables in, it also, it can't hurt. If you have the money to spend on it, then I'd say go for it. They're just fruits and vegetables, so there's no harmful chemicals or anything like that. So yeah, green check for me. Next up, waist trainers. Waist trainers are a big, fat, red X. No waist trainers. I'm begging you with every every ounce of my soul, please do not waste your precious beans on a waist trainer. So if you're not sure what a waist trainer is, it's literally like a freaking corset. So the, it literally looks like a corset in... The, the gym. And uh, they're a little bit, bit different than sweatbands or um, like sweat belts. I'll get into that next. They squeeze at your core because it's it's supposed to be like, it's the idea behind it. I'm stuttering and doing such an awful job of getting to the point here. I am sorry. The point behind this little myth is that if you wear it, It'll shape your waist to the shape of the corset, which is literally what I think they did in like the 1600s, and we stopped doing that. So I don't know why it's coming back around. (laughs) Um, It is very, very harmful for your organs. When you're working out, breathing patterns are so important, and so is being able to engage your core. The corset is squishing at your organs and you could you could risk like really hurting yourself internally that way and fucking up your organs. And if that doesn't scare you, then I don't know what will. But first of all, wearing a piece of shapewear isn't gonna mold your body into that shape. If you want to lose weight, then eat in a caloric deficit and train. Simply said, we can't control our bone structures. I can't control the size of my hips. Sure, I I wish I was a little bit curvier. I'm not going to lie. But no matter how much training I do, I cannot change my bone structure. So I'm not going to try and do that, you know? So that's my rant about waist trainers. They're so dangerous and you look like a fool in them. I don't know if that's right or wrong for me to say, but I'm just going to say Like, don't spend your money on that. Sweat bands are something different. So sweat bands, people put around their stomachs, but it's not – it doesn't serve as like a uh, lifting belt. I think they're called sweat belts. I don't know. Um, And it's not – it's not supposed to be tight, whereas like the the waist trainer is supposed to like squeeze at you. This is just an extra layer to help you sweat more. So – I'm going to go question mark on this. Like, it doesn't hurt, but personally, I think it's a waste of money. It's not harm. No. Okay, I'm going to change my answer and put an X then. Um, I think some people, like, misunderstand its use, and they think, like, because it's around your stomach, it's going to help you, like, sweat from your stomach, and therefore, you're going to lose fat in your stomach, and there's no correlation. It will make you sweat. In, in your stomach area, sure. Um, and it's great for getting a good sweat in and losing some water weight or whatnot. But honestly, wh- like you don't need to spend your money on that. You could just get a sweatshirt and it'll make you sweat everywhere just as much. So yeah, like they work. Sure, they make you really sweaty, but there's no correlation to weight loss with it. So get that out of your brain. Um, I just went full jersey there. Get that out of your brain get that out of here you know okay we're gonna well I'm gonna stop there um not necessary you could just layer up with the clothes you already have you know okay next one is lifting straps so I have promoted these as well and they're very confusing so they they go around your wrist like a bracelet and then there's like these sh- straps that hang off and they look a little funky and it's kind of intimidating like okay how do I put this on But they are the best investment for the gym. So I personally, I'm anti-gloves in the gym. I just, I've built out my calluses and I don't need gloves. But there are certain exercises, mostly pull exercises, that my grip strength doesn't match up with my muscle strength. RDLs is a perfect one. Um, And lunges. Like I can move an RDL for like, let's say 80 pounds but my grip can't and my hands are slipping during the set this helps sh- not strengthen but it helps aid your grip so you have a better grip on the dumbbell and you can get through the set easier so i use the upper gear ones of course um but i would highly recommend getting a pair you're able to push yourself more um and they're not it's like a one time purchase you know so big green check mark go light for me. And the last one I'm going to talk about, I feel like I flew through these. Like I need to slow down so you guys can digest this information. Um, okay. Anyway, the last one is a grip strengthener. I've seen a lot of these on TikTok. They look like, it looks like a barbell clamp. Honestly, that's what it looks like. And there's different resistances. Um, Honestly, if you can find a cheap one, I'll give this one a green check. It does work. I like somebody that I know in college actually used to have them and they're pretty hard. The resist, It's basically like it has the resistance levels of X dumbbell, you know, like there's like a hundred pound ones or whatever. And you could just sit there if you're watching TV or doing whatever, or if you like to fidget, not like to, but if you're like a fidgety person, this is a nice like fidget toy So you squeeze it and it basically, like when you squeeze something, you're using your forearm strength. So it helps strengthen your forearms. You know, I mean, like everything else, I wouldn't use it 24-7 because the muscles need a rest. But uh, if forearm strength is something that you're working on and you can find a cheap one, then sure. I say go for it. And those are my reviews for the day so hopefully those are those were helpful if you guys have seen other ones that I didn't brush upon feel free to either put them on this week's blog post or DM them to me and I would be happy to do a part two once I collect a sufficient amount it is that time of the podcast baby time to answer some questions and I got a lot of questions from you guys this week so I'm pretty hype about that uh I did get one marriage proposal so yeah we talked about that last week please please stop (laughs) um I'm not getting married anytime soon anyway let's let's dive into these so the first question is from Raul and it asks how to minimize leg soreness after leg day um so the the two main things making this a quick and short answer is stretch and hydrate. That's my short answer on that one. Next question. What is the next show you're going to binge watch? Uh, Well, does it count if I'm binge watching shows now? Like I told you guys earlier in the episode, I've been watching, I binged Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So now I'm caught up in real time and now I'm currently binging Succession. Haven't thought too much about the future where I'm going to go after succession, but that's where I'm at. I've heard that Tell Me Lies is good, too, so I think that's on Hulu. I might check that out. Next one is from Nani, and it asks, have you ever had an injury before? Yeah, I have. I So I've had three or four concussions. I'm honestly blanking because it's been that many. My first concussion was in seventh grade. Uh, it was very severe to the point where I missed the end of seventh grade. Um, I had post-concussion syndrome. I believe that's what it was called because I waited too long to see a doctor and start taking healing actions. Uh, long story short, I got hit in the head during soccer um, and my parents didn't see it happen, so they didn't like really believe me. We've talked about this. They were kind of like, suck it up. And I'm like, guys, I don't know. Like, something's really not right. Uh, so I went about like my daily life and it's very harmful to the brain. So uh, basically, after my brain was healed, I still had symptoms. This is a subject, concussions, that I feel so strongly about because of how severe mine was. I see people nowadays being like, oh, yeah, like I've had, s- I have a severe concussion, blah, blah, blah. And they're going about their work day. They're taking walks, they're on their phone, they're watching TV. Guys, when I tell you that I wasn't allowed to do anything, I was allowed to read. That was one thing. I was not allowed to do anything but read. They call it cocoon therapy and it's the best way to heal your brain. I could sit in a dark room and do nothing. No TV, no cell phone. I didn't listen to music. I just read, and that's it. I think I had, like, minimal cell phone usage, uh, no computer, nothing. I And my head hurt so bad that I actually, like, for months, like, I didn't even want to be awake. I just wanted to sleep because my head was all messed up. So it kind of, like, it triggers me today when people are like, oh, yeah, like, I have a concussion. And then they're not taking precautions and healing the way that they're supposed to because the brain – like, brain cells don't grow back. Once you're done, you're done. And the brain quite literally controls everything we do, so I don't mess around with that. And somehow I went on a tangent about that, but I'm glad I got that out of my system. Uh, other than that, I fractured the growth plate in my toe, my big toe, when I was in seventh grade because I was playing soccer barefoot with a basketball. Uh, yeah, Um and then this summer, I, this summer with my car accident, my shoulder, or not my shoulder, my chest was really bruised and still is, and I pulled a muscle in my hip flexor. So yeah, no broken bones or anything, but those have been my injuries. Next question, same person. Is it normal to feel a popping sound in the hips while rotating it? Um, I'm gonna go with no. To me, I don't think so. Like, my hips don't really pop. If it's not painful, like, I guess you're fine. But I'm not, like, a physical therapist. So I would definitely recommend, or an orthopedic, I would recommend seeing, like, an orthopedic to, ju- to get, like, a professional opinion on that. Okay. Whew. We are chugging along here. Next question. How to meal plan and volume eat. Um, So I'm not really sure what you mean by volume eat, but as far as how to meal plan, so I offer macro plans if you want to use my services and go through me. But what I personally do is I sit down on a Saturday night um, or Saturday during the day. I don't know why I said Saturday night. And I look up recipes and decide what I want to make for the week. So I'll, like, go to the store then and I'll meal prep my dinner. My lunch and my breakfast, like, they just stay the same most of the time or they're the same, like, four options because I'm a creature of habit. So I don't normally meal plan per se. But what I would suggest doing is having a physical log, whether that's a notebook, your notes app, an Excel sheet, whatever, and write down, like, your plan for yourself, like, meals-wise or whatever, and – gather up the nutrition for each day to make sure you're getting enough calories in, you're hitting the carbs you want, the fat you want, the protein you want. So yeah, I would use like an app like MyFitnessPal or whatever. Um, actually, that's an even easier way. Just download the My MyFitnessPal app and before your day starts, plug in everything that you're going to eat. Plan through that way. So that way it's there on your phone. You can see what it adds up to. Um, and it's pretty easy. So yeah, that's my answer for that. All right. Our last and final question. Can you shrink your waist? Is that true? hundred percent. No. Uh, well, actually, hold on. I was too fast to answer that. Can you shrink your waist uh, bone structure wise? Like I said before, no. Like you can't change like where your hips are and whatnot. Can you lose fat off of your waist? A hundred percent. You can't spot reduce, so you can't go and just target the waist. It'll be you lose in all areas or you gain in all areas, whatever. But it is possible to lose fat in the waist. So technically, the answer is yeah, I guess. But yes, but with terms. That's what I'm going with. Cool. All right, so that's all the questions that I have for this week. I'm going to run through my little my little spiel as I do. Uh, every Monday I put up a question poll on my Instagram so you could submit your questions that way. You could submit them via DM or you can comment on the blog, which is liftswithliz.com and there's a blog section and I'll answer them for the following week. Cool. All right, guys, I am here with a very special guest today, Miss Kelsey Collins. How are you today, Kelsey. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I've been following you for many years now. And this is the first time that we're actually like talking face to face. So I'm very excited. Me too. I love it. Um, I started, I don't know how I found you, to be honest. I have no idea. Um, But I started following you around the time that you did your first bikini show. And then Mm -hmm. I've been following like your whole journey after that. And it's been very like admirable to see how much like your mind has changed and like you have just grown like not only physically but mentally and emotionally as a person
1: that means a lot and yes that was so that was 2018 so it was just about this time a couple years ago
0: (laughs) yeah do you mind going into like a little bit of like why you chose to go that path and then why you strayed away from it
1: yeah so I really wanted to compete mostly because people often brought it up. Um, They're like, why don't you compete? You go to the gym all the time, you diet. And I'm like, I don't know why I don't. And then I had some friends that were competitors and they were like, you should do it. You should try it. And I was like, why not? So I prepped for a show. I had a local coach. Awful. um, Really dieted me down way too much. You see it kind of often, unfortunately. Um, and then six weeks out, he dropped me because I wasn't losing weight um, because my food was too low. And my cardio was too high. Another common issue. Yeah. Um, and I called a coach that I found online with, I had Instagram friends that used him and he was like, send me everything. So I sent him my diet and he was like, that's why you're not losing weight. Like you're being starved. Um, so he took over, we were six weeks out. Um, I did the show and it was awesome. It was so much fun. It was, I mean, everything you could imagine, like pretty, it was hard. It was exciting. Um, I did really well. And then right after the show kind of prepping for, it, I had food issues. Like it was often like I was having cravings. And then after the show was really when I was just like, holy shit. Like, I don't, have to diet anymore and I don't even want to and I just was like food like all I could think yeah. about was food all the time I ate and I ate and I ate and then it was like the body dysmorphia I was like oh my god like I gained so much weight I think I put on 20 pounds in like 3 months um it was a lot of weight and it was like not good um but I needed it I was starved I lost yeah. my period yeah. Um, so yeah, I just started to have eating disorders. Um, I was binging and I was purging and then I ran from it for a long time until I was finally like, this is bad. Like I'm not making progress. I'm looking worse. I'm feeling worse. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went into an eating disorder clinic. It was outpatient and I kind of came to terms. I think the first step of healing is acceptance. Yeah. So like accepting you have an eating disorder instead of being like I'm fine because I wasn't fine um so ever since then I was just like no dieting train for fun eat for fun I um I still support people who like track macros and all that and I think it's great if you're like you know trying to maintain or trying to diet whatever it may be um I just personally don't do it and I won't ever again but that was kind of yeah that's I feel like a good summary and um the gap of what happened do you have any specific questions
0: um let me think here well so you said you came like you recognize yourself like okay this is not healthy and let me like go do something about it I feel like that's something that's very hard to do especially as like a girl in your like low 20s like early 20s being able to come to terms with that like is a really good sign of strength but what what was your mental process? I guess, like, like what made you sit down and be like, I'm going to research places and I'm like, I'm going to take a handle yeah. on this.
1: Um, probably when it was just like taking over at my entire life. Like it was like, I couldn't focus on work, couldn't focus on relationships, couldn't focus on family. I didn't want to do anything. Cause I was like, well, if I go to this party, I'm going to drink, I'm going to eat, I'm going to go home and puke. And then I'm not going to feel good. And then I'm like, this is unhealthy. Like like I thought about my teeth a lot. I'm like puking teeth bad. Um, It's like a million things. So mentally I was like doing it. But then when I was so burnt out, like when I would like go to puke and be like, I don't want to do this, but I was still doing it. I'm like, how can I stop myself if I don't want to do it? And I was like, that's, that's a problem. Um, so I was drained and I was tired and I had a regular therapist and she was like, you should look into like like a clinic or like a food therapist. And I actually did in-person food therapy. Um, she was more so like teaching how to eat in the aspect of like portions. So that wasn't really helpful. Cause I'm like, I know how to portion my food. My problem is I don't want to portion it. So, um, I just like, I think I actually reached out to someone on Instagram who was like intuitive eating and kind of had a, better grip on it. Um, and she referred me to an eating disorder therapist and then she was full. So it was kind of like referral, referral, referral. And I finally found someone. Um, but I was just like mentally tired and exhausted. And I was like, I'm going in circles. I can't fix myself and I need someone to help me fix myself. So that's when I kind of was just like, it is what it is. Um, my only thing was, I didn't want to do an inpatient clinic cuz i knew i had it under control to an extent um i just needed a little bit more guidance and i was also working and it's easier to take the leap to get help if it's outpatient because if you're not open with sharing with people you don't have to
0: yeah yeah so for those of like for those listening that don't know the difference can you explain like what the difference between in and outpatient is
1: so an inpatient would be somewhere that you go i'm not sure if you have to stay there every day I don't. It depends on the like the case maybe case by case situation. Um, it might be like a few hours a day, or it might be you live there. I. It kind of depends on how bad your situation is, how sick you are. Um, outpatient is. I just met with her. We did it more frequently. Um, at the start to kind of learn to know each other and then kind of see what my situation is like. And then as time went on, we. You know see each other less. And mine was all virtual. So we just met and talked over the phone, um, FaceTime. And then as I got better, we would meet less and less. And she'd do like these little check-ins and be like, you know, see where my progress is going. Um, So one's just more hands-on in person. You may stay there, you may go once a week. It kind of depends on your case. And then others, um, outpatient is more so a phone call, kind of like this, a therapy. Um, And then you and your therapist will kind of decide like, okay, how often do we need to meet? What is our check-ins going to look like? Um, We didn't do any food counting, but we did go over like what I was eating. So I could better understand, like, it's okay to eat a fat with that meal. And then we would like talk about how it made me feel two hours after I ate it. Like if I ate a full balanced meal, I was learning, like, it's okay to add the fat because you'll be full longer rather than the mornings where I'd be like, no butter, no peanut butter. And then I was hungry an hour later. So my outpatient was a lot of over the phone, a lot of like we had some apps that we could track my food on without numbers, just mm-hmm. what I'm eating and more like emotions. How are you feeling after you ate that? Um, if I, if you went out with your friends, like how are you feeling leading up to it? how do you feel there and stuff like that?
0: That's awesome. I didn't know really that they had like, it sounds like it's literally a food therapist, like the same thing I would do with my therapist, but
1: yeah, it, it basically is. They're just like, more, they have more experience and knowledge in it and they can kind of guide you in a better way than a therapist just telling you what to do in a sense.
0: Yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people have the like misconception, um, that aren't like too familiar with just like exercise in the gym and stuff of seeing girls like in their bikini on show day and being like, I want to get that coach so I could eat like that way. Like what is their secret diet? Um, and obviously I know that, that type of diet is very unsustainable, but just in like a quick overview, can you kind of go through like a day in your life when you were like like four, three or four weeks out?
1: Yeah. So one of my coaches, the one that underfed me was meal plan. He told me what to eat every day. Mm -hmm. My newer coach, the one that I finished my show with was macro based. So it was whatever I wanted and I often changed it. Um, people do say, like eat the same every day so you don't freak your body out. I didn't like that. I was more so having cravings. So I ate whatever I wanted. It was pretty standard breakfast sandwich in the morning, Ezekiel toast, eggs, maybe turkey bacon, depending on what I could fit in. Um, I, I basically ate anything I wanted. Again, I tracked macros. So obviously if you make a poor decision, like you go and eat something that's really high carb. Like if I was craving an Oreo, I still ate Oreos four weeks out if I was really craving it. Um, but that takes up more of your macros. It's going to use more of your carbs. And if you ate a more balanced meal, um, so realistically it kind of changed every day, but it was three meals and then maybe a small snack in between. If I,
0: if I could fit it, that's a little bit better than most. I feel like a lot of people that I've heard that compete, like they're told, like, you can have this, you can't have this, like, and then they're just sitting there like, I want an Oreo so bad. And it's like, it's very unhealthy.
1: It is. And I feel like my eating disorder started from the coach that had me eating the same meal three times a day, um, every single week. It really helped when I had more flexibility because if I was craving something, you don't have to tell yourself, no, you can enjoy it. Um, the only really strict time is when you're like, cause obviously all those artificial sugars can have you blow and they cannot not feel so good. So you try to cut those out a little ahead of time. But other than that, if you're tracking macros, it's, pretty flexible as long as you hit your numbers.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what I do in the day to day. I feel like track, like I tell my clients and stuff, tracking, obviously you'll probably get the best results that way, really tracking. If you can do so in a healthy way, then I'm all for it. But if it's going to create unhealthy thoughts and like loops in your brain, then stay away from it. But yeah, yeah it's like, basically the rules I follow for myself, like, okay, if I want a donut, like really bad, I'll just ask myself and be like, okay, do I want this donut? Cause I'm going to have to have like a smaller dinner, but I never have donuts. So like, okay, let's have it today.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, once you really learn that, like you can really fit anything in, I feel like sometimes I was like, I I can't fit this in my macros and that's why I really want it. And like my mind was just playing tricks on me. And mm-hmm. then if it was like, if I went out and did something, I felt like I, ruined or messed up like my goals. And it was really just like it's not healthy for me. And to see people do great with it, like you do great with it, it's great. It's wonderful. Would I probably be exactly where I want to be if I was tracking physically, yes. Mentally, no. And I'll take I'll take the mental, I'll take the mental, you know, it's way better than physically for me.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, even if if you look like "Quote unquote," great physically, but you're mentally not happy with yourself. It's like, you can't even appreciate like the skin that you're in. And then like, what's the point of not to be dramatic, but what's the point of literally anything?
1: Exactly. Exactly. I looked amazing on stage. And then as soon as I got off and like, I was mentally in the dumps, I still look good for a few weeks. It's not like you gained 20 pounds in a week, but like my mental health declined. And so did my, like the way I viewed myself physically and mentally, it was just like, even if I look awesome, I don't feel awesome. I don't feel good mentally, so it doesn't matter. It no. does not matter, it's and so that's easy when to I
0: spiral that way.
1: It really taught me that like mental health means so much more than physical appearance. So much more. I've noticed
0: just in the past year, like really, like I would say it was about a year ago when I sat down with myself and was like, okay, like you need to be all in on focus, like fixing and bettering your mental health. In this past year. Just working on that and feeling better about myself, I feel so much better, like in my body and just looking at myself, like in a different. And there's always gonna be things that like you don't like love about yourself. No one's ever like like let's not pretend that everything's rainbows and butterflies, but it definitely makes a difference. Like
1: it's huge. Like you just learn to you're happier when you have a like better grip of your mental health. Like you enjoy things more when you're just going through the motions and dieting or tracking macros and not enjoying life that there is no point, like physically you're attractive, but mentally, like, I mean, for example, I was a miserable, like I was moody. I was not pleasant. And so it's like God, <laughs> anybody in my life, like boyfriends, friends, they're like, you look great, but are you fun to be with? No, you're no. moody. So it's just like, overall, I was a much and am still a much better human yeah. realizing that it's not all about looks and what you eat. It's
0: about who you are. Yeah. Um, so what are you up to in life now? I can, I think like, I know a little bit just cause we've talked back and forth, but, um, you have a full-time job, right? So,
1: yeah. So I recruit full-time. Um, I recruit for physical therapists, occupational therapists, and speech language pathologist. Um, I work from home full-time. So I basically wake up, I'll either go to the gym or go for a walk in the morning just to kind of get some movement in before I sit at a desk all day. Um, during lunch, I'll typically either clean my apartment, take my dog out. Sometimes I nap. Um, and then I'll go to the gym at night or go to yoga. Um, like in terms of exercise, I have a way better relationship with that. I also had a therapist for that. Um, my regular therapist kind of handled that and my eating disorder therapist, um, they actually talked. So, they kind of like, we're like, okay, what do you, yeah. To kind of like help make progress in all aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really, if I skip the gym, I I don't care. It doesn't like eat me alive. Like it used to. Um, because if I need the rest, my body's going to feel so much better. If I give it the rest rather than going to the gym, when you're tired, feeling like sick, whatever it may be, you're not improving. You're probably having a half-ass lift if that your body's stressing out more. So there is no point. Um, so like I took a month off from the gym, like a couple months ago. Um, I just go when I want to go, don't go when I don't want to go. great, so it's like, thank you. Um, I hike, I read, I journal, I hang out with my family and friends. So basically it's working and just whatever I want to do at that moment
0: (laughs) yeah no it's I like I'm glad that you're talking about this because these are some resources that I didn't even like realize and I'm hoping that somebody at least one person can listen to this episode and like take from it but yeah, you're right there's it goes on like a different spectrum where there's people on like one end who like can't get themselves to go to the gym and like exercise and it's just like really a problem and then there's people on the other end where it's like, if they miss a day, they're like eating themselves alive. Like they they'll skip out on like, a, like life events, like a football game or something, because yeah. they're like I have to go to the gym and there needs to be a balance. Cause it ties back into what we were just talking about of like taking a step back and like, are you enjoying your life?
1: Yeah. It's huge. And it's true. Like I would, I used to skip events or like I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to run to this lake. because I have to get the gym in before. And I'm just like, I don't have to go late. I can go on time and I can have fun. And I don't need to go to the gym before and like rush to get home to shower and get ready. Like I can take my time getting ready and go do these things because the gym's always going to be there.
0: Yeah. It's, it it really is true. And there's, I bet there's a lot of people, there is a lot of people. And I kind of used to be that way too, where it was like, I would even on a rest day, I would sit there and be like, Oh, I feel like I should be doing something right now. Like I'm not exercising. Like, yeah, it's hard to like, it's easy to spiral.
1: And then when you have food issues on top of it, you're like, well, shit, I probably shouldn't eat this for lunch. Cause I didn't work out. I'm like, I'll eat whatever I want because that's what I want.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, it is, and the- yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's like, especially with social media, it's a blessing and a curse seeing people like, I love to, like, I live to influence people to live a healthier lifestyle, but I'm constantly trying to like promote the fact that healthy lifestyle means mental, physical, and emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just get up and you have to go to the gym six days mm-hmm. a week. Like you, you really don't, it's recommended. uh well, 150 minutes of exercise. Yeah, It's like
1: three months. to four days, three. And I've noticed like, not a trend, but a lot of like bodybuilders or ex bodybuilders are like, I go to the gym three days a week. And I love when people share that because I'm like, and you look amazing doing it because our bodies are not meant to be under extreme stress all the time. Like you're not even giving yourself time to rest when you're going seven days a week or six days a week. Like I average right now, four days a week of lifting. And that is plenty for me. If you're focusing in on your lifts and you're, you know, lifting with commitment, you're good. You don't, Like, you don't need to spend the two hours in the gym. You're, what are you doing? How are
0: you even lifting for two hours? Yeah.
1: Seven days a week.
0: Yeah. That's another misconception too. Cause when I was studying for my personal training exam, like four years ago, they have like in the textbook, like in bold font that it's like, you don't want to be doing like performing muscular strengthening activity for more than an hour and a half. I think they said it was otherwise your muscles are actually like, not not to say working in reverse, but they're too tired at that point that they're really fighting to keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's not, it's not the point. It's not why we go. Exactly.
1: There's a lot of social media is a blessing and a curse. There's, there's a lot of issues like the full days of eating. They're great, but then people copying them. And you just, if you're going to be active on social media, you have to have a good relationship with yourself and understand that nobody is the same. Everybody's different. Like what I eat, doesn't matter what you eat, what you eat doesn't matter. Like, it's just, everybody's different and like how much cardio they're doing. And so like, I like seeing people's full day of eating for like meal ideas and snack ideas, but it it can also be extremely toxic and harming for those who, who don't know how to like be individual and individualistic on that one and want to copy other people. So it's a blessing and a curse. And I don't care when people post them, like, that's great. I post what I eat, but it can be hard. Mm -hmm. And like, if anyone's listening, like remember that like you don't and shouldn't be eating just what somebody else is eating because you're different you're doing different things
0: yep that's why I never post like if I post I love to post like the stuff I'm eating Mm because I look for other people's stuff for inspiration Mm -hmm. but I won't post like how many calories this Mm -hmm. is specifically sometimes I'll throw out like hey this meal was 40 grams of protein because that's really high and that'll be something that people like people might look towards yeah but I don't like Putting out like the calories that I'm putting in because I don't want some like a girl who's 5'10 looking at me and being like, oh, she's like physically leaner than I am. Let me eat what she eats. Because at 5'10, you're burning a lot more in a day than I am if we were to both just sit on our butts.
1: Exactly, exactly. And just the fact that like everybody is different and shouldn't be eating the same. We're all doing different yeah. things. And it's like when I was in a kind of a lost space, I was like, maybe if I just eat what she's eating, I'll feel better. And like, I should have known better, but I was just so mentally exhausted and had no grasp of my food control. I was like, I literally went through and she, she like wrote like her, I don't even know who it was some girl on Instagram, her mm-hmm. fat, protein, and carbs. And I calculated all of them and got her daily and was like, that's what I'll do. And then like a day later, I was like, no, but like you, people do that stuff. So I don't like to, I never post it. Even when I did track, I didn't post it. Cause I'm like, someone's going to copy this.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's just, it's not, I, I appreciate people like you out there. Cause there yeah. are people that just try and like, they just want the followers and the money and they know that they're naturally born like very lean or with like, yeah. Kids kids. Um, but there's also kind of going back to what you said before about not you, you're only lifting like four days a week. Um, one thing I've been trying to be more like vocal about is that there are so many different ways to exercise besides weight training Mm -hmm. so you mentioned that you do yoga and I've been doing a lot of yoga in the past I guess since the pandemic too um is that like the only other form of exercise you do or is there anything else you enjoy like you said you like hiking yeah
1: um I love hiking it's a little too cold for me now but I was going in the summer a ton I love playing tennis and it's just like fun movements like especially on a rest day when you're like I'm bored, I want to get moving. Um, I'll just go play tennis with friends. Um, I love rollerblading, so I'm horrible at it, but I like it. Um, I just kind of was like Googling new hobbies and like stuff to do. And I was like, oh my god, I haven't rollerbladed in years. Went and bought a pair of rollerblades. So, like rollerblading, tennis, I love walking, um, hiking kind of anything that gets me going that's not stressing my body out is what I really look forward to for, like, other movement. I like spin, um, riding bike. Honestly, I'm really open. I like trying new things and doing things. Um, I just try to look at it as, like, fun rather than exercise, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people need to keep it, like, be mindful of, too. Like, I have one of my, like, best friends at work. She's really into bar, so she teaches, like, pure bar stuff and, like, that's her preferred method of exercising. I obviously like to weightlift, but it's like, we're both healthy. We're both staying mm-hmm. active. We exercise probably about the same amount. Um, there's yeah. I love to do yoga. I've been doing some, some Zumba videos from YouTube, Um, but that is just like strictly YouTube me in my room. I will not take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Zumba's hard. I've taken Zumba's a class so at hard. my gym
1: and I'm like, these ladies knew what they were doing and i was like yeah um i'm gonna sit in the corner because i can't even keep up
0: <laughs> yeah i i love to do it like it is so much fun especially with like current pop songs but i feel like every zumba teacher i've had was like an ex dancer or like just latina and like i can't move my hips that way so yeah
1: <laughs> i'm like i'm like I'm too i'll do this, this. by <laughs> myself
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's oh fun, God. but I'm horrible at it. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's I'm still gonna do it because I love it. I'm just gonna do it by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think that's all the questions that I really wanted to ask you. Um, it was so nice getting to talk to you. I'm happy that we did this and now Yeah, we- me too. Like, closer, more, more bonded. Cause I talk to you all the time, just not in person. I know. Distance, baby. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you on Instagram or whatever?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram is Kelsey K E L S I E fitness, um, with two underscores and I don't have a podcast yet, but I'm actually in progress of making one. Um, I need to buy some of the stuff and kind of read more into how to do it. Um, so I don't go into it blinded, but I love listening to them. So I'm like, I'm going to make one. So definitely stay tuned for a
0: podcast. Awesome. That's awesome. If you need any like tips or anything, obviously I, I'm always here. Always, thanks, Carol. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for joining. Of course. Bye. All right, guys. That pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Make sure that you subscribe uh, on whatever platform you use, so you never miss an episode. But I cannot leave you without the song recommendation of the week. Let me know what you guys are thinking about this or if you don't want me to do this anymore because I've received no feedback and I would like feedback. So leave a review or like a rating so I, so I know. This week's song of the week is I'd hate to be you or is it just hate to be you? I should really check these things. Hate to be you. No, I. Hate, <laughs> let's try this again. Rewind. Beep, 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 beep. This week's song of the week is hate to be you by Lexi Jade. I've never heard of Lexi Jade before. This just came on randomly one day when I was in the car. Um, and it's a really good song and I think she has a beautiful voice. So hopefully you guys like it. Make sure to give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. You can check out the show's merch through the links in any of my bios. And I will catch y'all next Monday. Thanksgiving week, baby. woo